Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Yes, indeed, it is the get right right here on your home of the Cowboys and World Series champion Texas Rangers 105.3 The Fan. I'm Reginald Datatula. That is the three-time Hall of Famer Chris Arnold. Got you down. Thanks to Ross Lebensky on the ones and twos. And thank you. For listening and interacting right here on this Thursday evening. Stars getting ready to get back after it in the third period after the second intermission. Still down 2-1. to one. Tyler Sagan, your goal scorer out there in Philly. We'll see if they can claw their way back into this and maybe even get a win mm-hmm. on, the, on the road against the Flyers. Um, coming up in about 20 minutes, we'll go around the association, uh, talk about some of the things in the NBA. But right now... Uh, obviously, oh, actually, let me let me preface this not by saying right now, but about a half hour ago, we were talking to our friend from DallasCowboys.com. His name is Kyle Yeomans. And, uh, you know, we were just talking a lot uh, really about this Cowboys team, where they are. And a lot of that was spurred by Mike McCarthy's press conference earlier today. And one of the things I don't even remember exactly how we got here, but CA, you were. Oh, OK. It was because Mike McCarthy made it a point to pop you know pop in and talk about how he does not Tell view it yeah, he does not view his players or himself as responsible for the 20 plus years prior to their tenure um on this team uh, for all that time of not making a super bowl as with the cowboys and ca i just want to uh, from here throw it to you and give you an opportunity to kind of restate your position in that place yeah because uh Jerry Jones back in the 90s said, and this is a fact, he said that the Cowboys' pedigree is to win Super Bowls. But don't get me wrong, nothing wrong with that except how you go about it. And over the last, going on 30 years now, the Dallas Cowboys have not done everything in their power. We're talking about front office all the way down to win those same Super Bowls they say that is a pedigree. So the fan base and the media who laugh at them and the haters of the Cowboys will say standard. And again, you can say the Lakers and the Yankees, their championship caliber franchise historically, and their expectations to win their championships as well. There's a want to and an expectation to a degree. But in those other sports, in particular, if you just go by the numbers, they have a greater chance of winning a championship because they go through seven-game series. I don't know that that would make it a greater chance, but I think that what what that then gives you is a little bit more of a margin, I think. Well, that's the same thing I'm trying to say. What I'm trying to say is there's no room for error on football teams. You either win the playoff game or you lose it or you're eliminated. With these other teams, 
in the other sports, you have series, seven-game series generally. And I'm going to use the Rangers, for example, because I brought this up. The Texas Rangers, and the reason I thought about this is because, again, I've been around a long, long, long time. I was actually around when the Cowboys won their last Super Bowl. And I'll never forget the reaction in that locker room. Those guys were happy, but they were more relieved. And I thought that was so odd. And I also thought that was a damn shame. And I told several of them, I was like, because they were like, Phew. they didn't, nobody thought we could win without Jimmy. Because that the year they didn't win without Jimmy, oh my God, with Barry Switzer's first year as a head coach and Dion was playing for the 49ers, you would have thought all hell broke loose that the Cowboys would never win again. Seriously. That's what everybody thought. Jerry screwed it up so bad, firing Jimmy, that this team cannot win without Jimmy Johnson. And when they won that Super Bowl without Jimmy Johnson, those guys were, like, relieved. And I was saying to a couple of them, I was like, dude, and I'm not talking about the organization. I was talking about them personally. I was like, you better enjoy this. You might not ever get a chance to come back again. You, not the organization. Who knew the organization never got a chance to come back again? They never made it to another NFC Championship game. So my point again is, I'm looking at what Jerry, Steven, Will McClay, the last you know 10 years or 15 years he's been in charge of draft. I'm looking at them. Everybody knows how to build a team. There's right ways and wrong ways. But you should try to use every, every tool in the toolkit to win. The draft, not just we're draft team only. Not just free agency, and we don't care about the draft. Not, oh, we're just going to uh, we're just gonna uh, keep our own players. you got to use every tool available. The Texas Rangers, this past year, they bolstered their lineup at the trade deadline. What if they hadn't done that? They might not have won the World Series. But at the same time, guess what? If it wasn't for seven-game series, when they lost those games to the hated Houston Astros, can't stand the Astros, but the Astros own that damn building in Arlington. They still do. They lost all those games in Arlington. If that was it, if they had no other games, they wouldn't have won the World Series. And I was talking about the Ranger fan base. Everybody's so happy, and I'm happy for them too. That franchise had never in 52 years in Arlington, 62, 63 years as a franchise, won a World Series. Won a World Series. Nobody thought it could ever happen. The difference between the Rangers winning it and nobody ever thought it would happen is, and the Cowboys is, there's a mandate. The standard is you must win a Super Bowl. And again, yeah, that's a lot of pressure. I'm not saying, well, you know what you signed up for. I'm not saying the fans are wrong about that. I'm just saying what you saw on Sunday was, guess what? That pressure hit all of those efforts. I'm talking about the coaches, the players, all of them at once because there was no logical reason you lose to the Green Bay Packers. Not like that. And I'm like, okay, guess what? Mike McCarthy said this, and he's not the only one who has said this. I've heard this before. You have to be in that locker room and say, I don't care what they're saying about how nobody else has won it. And even the Ranger players were saying that. We didn't go. The ones that just got here. I wasn't on those teams that lost those two World Series back-to-back with Wash. I ain't got to worry about that. That ain't my team. I'm going to bring you something new. Well, they were able to do it. To me, it would be insane for any Ranger fan to say, well, guess what? We just won the World Series. Damn it, you better win it again next year. That's our mandate. We're the defending World Series champions, and therefore, yeah, they want to win it. 
Yeah, you're going to try their best to win it. And you can say, well, the Lakers and the Yankees, they've done it over time. They should. Guess what? Those organizations did more to help them get there. Jerry Jones, Stephen Jones, whatever the front office was when they were going 5-11 and back-to-back, that didn't help this group right now. But that is part of the 30-year mix. You follow where I'm going with this? It's more than just the last few years. If you had kept a, 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 a coach that was in players' behinds that would cut a, cur- a Curvin Richards before the playoffs started and scared everybody to death and didn't have affluenza up there in Frisco, maybe you had a chance. And maybe if you kept some guys who would go to jail next year, I'm saying for whatever the crazy reason, I'm talking about a dog that you don't, you don't back in the 90s, you didn't hear about on TMZ. Maybe you might have had a chance in a one-game series, a one-and-done in the NFL and football as opposed to seven-game series in other sports. Maybe you have a chance. I'm not saying it's fair. I'm just saying that's the way it is, and unfortunately, everybody that puts on that damn Cowboys uniform has to carry that burden. And can all of them carry it? Hell no. And do you wish they could? Of course you do. But there's 54 guys, and all of them can't do it. You hope the majority of them could, and you hope maybe you get a coach that can scare the ones who can't into performing right. Okay, off my podium. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> where do I begin? Because if you have been watching your clock, I think that was about eight minutes yeah, of, of what we got here. Of ISO. Yeah, 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 which look. It's cool. I think that there's two things happening here, right? So one of the things you were talking about is like the expectation of carrying those 20 years beyond. beyond. And I think that if you'll allow me to try and summarize what you're talking about, you lay that blame squarely at Jerry Jones's feet. Yeah. And I think that's where it should be, right? Like a lot of the people that have responded to this on the truckwreck.com text line have talked about the idea that the expectation is not organic from the people. The expectation was has been established by Jerry Jones that has always – sold this team heavy on the sell, right, as this is the Super Bowl winning Cowboys, this is America's mm-hmm. team, this is a championship caliber franchise. And so in your, I, think you, I think a lot of people are in the same boat in that way. The tough thing, I think, when it comes down to the micro of this, the, this team and this aspect of it, right, you can say that portion of it, like not carrying the 20 years prior, but what about carrying the three or four years that you have been here? Mm-hmm. Because... And that's Those, fair. We could talk about the Jerry expectations. They set expectations for themselves in a, a few ways. One of those ways is Mike McCarthy and Jerry Jones together, right? You come in and you talk about how you are. this is a Super Bowl winning coach, right? And the reason why he's here is because of that pedigree. What is the tacit implication there? That he is capable of getting you to, or at least close to, mm-hmm. a Super Bowl. There you go. Another reason why you do that is we could talk about, hey, you won 12-5. Winning 12, winning 12 games in a season immediately puts you in that contender category where we start talking about these contenders. And what is the expectation for a contender? To compete for a Super Bowl, which they have not the last couple of seasons or the last few seasons or this tenure. Mm-hmm. And so it's tough because, and I know that, again, we're talking about two things at once at this point. Well, the smugness of, of, of what feels like smugness, I guess, this, I that's my a- perception. I call it the affluenza. Okay, very good. Of that, like to to then talk about like the the crumbling of un, under the pressure of okay the twenty years, just the pressure of your own right. Like even if you did not win a Super Bowl, and I know that I've seen somebody on the text line, and there's been a lot of texts. We appreciate you texting in eight seven seven eight eight one one eight seven seven eight eight one one zero five three. My goodness. Um, and earlier 
someone was talking about, I ain't asked for a Super Bowl. I, can you get to NFC Championship game, right? Like, I think that there's something mm-hmm. to be ex- understood for the ways in which the fans have curved their expectations and still have not been able to get anything in that regard. And the expectation, and you're not, I don't think you're seeing this team get anywhere close to servicing those expectations. And so all of those things, whether it's the 20 years or the four years or all those things, all those things come back around. And I think at this point, the conversation of whether it's fair or not almost goes out the window because I think the desperation of the fan base will allow some people, if you do get close, if you give them, and then also if you don't lose in such ways that are so damn embarrassing, where I think people will give you half marks or Mm -hmm. or give you like some level of sympathy or empathy. And the, I think the issue is there's a level of hope that is built and there's a level of expectation that is built in words and in actions that is not delivered on time and time again, whether you talk about the 27 years or whether you talk about the four years where Mike McCarthy has been the head coach. You know what I mean? And I think mm-hmm. that, that that ends up being the distinction there. So I, I don't know, outside of the whether it's the, uh, you know, the expectation that's built of you need to win a Super Bowl or simply, hey, you need to go out and compete. They still haven't accomplished those things. And I think that's all of the frustration that's brewing up, especially when you get a head coach that's now going to step up and be like, well, you know, I'm not worried about all those 20 years, and I believe that we still have a Super Bowl winning culture. And everybody's looking around and be like, you ain't giving us anything, not even uh, even looking serious in the postseason. Here's what's so crazy. And everything you just said was accurate. People get it wrong when they think Jerry doesn't care about winning a Super Bowl. He really, really does. Because he wants it to be, you know, the mandate is fact. It can happen because he's lived it. And he, as he's pointed out to me a number of times, if, if you say he's just about being rich and making the money, he says, can you imagine us winning the Super Bowl? He said, that's like pouring gasoline on a fire. It's like, come on, man, I'll make even more billions. So it's not even about just the money. He knows what he can get. But unfortunately for him, he wanted to win it a certain kind of way. And the kind of way was he wanted to enjoy the ride. When Jimmy Johnson was that coach back then, and Jimmy's even talked about it, he says, I can't be that guy again because he was, first of all, he's a, a major in industrial psychology. And Jimmy was a hard ass. He was a very mean coach. And if Jimmy had been the coach last weekend, he would have, you know how you hear the story about he cut running back Kervin Richards because he fumbled? Yeah. It wasn't because he fumbled. Kervin was one of the most popular players on the team. What Jimmy Johnson would have done was say, okay, let me look over this lineup here. Who can I cut that won't hurt us in the playoffs? A very popular guy on the roster. And then he would find that guy and he would cut it. And the whole team would be in shock like, oh, my God, what did he do wrong? Because Jimmy was cutthroat like that back then. He's 80 years old right now. He can't do that anymore. But it's kind of Yeah, I'd hope not if he's just getting Michael Strahan, you out of here. Wait, what happened? Exactly. That's what he would have done. And I want to name somebody on defense. Maybe it would be, um, oh, you know, a, a defender or one of the one of the safeties that everybody like. What, what? What the hell? Or Osa? You got Osa? Oh my God! We got plenty of other defenders. Y'all have to step it up. Osa didn't do what he was supposed to do. And, and using an example, that's the way Jimmy used to do. You'd have to have some bad cop. Right now, you got coaches that know what they're doing. You got uh, the quarterback who. Gets the most out of everything he can get. He doesn't have insane arm talent. He's got good enough arm talent. He led the league in touchdown passes. He's smart. He does all the things that he handles the pressure that a quarterback who might have the arm talent, Jay Cutler,
cannot do as far as kissing babies, hugging grandmas, doing all the right things, and not being in a scandal. You follow I'm going? If you're the coach, if you're the quarterback for America's team, you almost got to be scandal-free to focus on trying to win the damn Super Bowl. So he fits those bills, but you got to have a dog. You have to have a Dan Campbell. He's not available. You'd have to give up draft picks to steal him from the, from the uh, Detroit Lions. Mm-hmm. You'd have to have somebody that's guaranteed and that you won't have to take several steps backwards. And like I said, this 30 years of drought, that this current roster isn't responsible for that. But they're responsible for the guys who've been here this long, the, the, the Dak Prescotts. And again, this year has been embarrassing losses, all right, because they couldn't win these road games. But guess what? It wasn't an embarrassing loss when Dez caught that ball. That was referees. It wasn't embarrassing when the Cowboys came back. They won 11 straight games Dak's rookie year. They played the Packers in the playoffs right here. They come back on the Packers twice. And then Aaron Rodgers throws a pass to the tight end and they kick a field goal. That wasn't embarrassing. That was the youngest team in the playoffs that year. They said, we're going to build from this. But guess what your front office didn't do? They didn't fortify that roster. I think several people were interested in winning the salary cap instead of winning the damn Super Bowl. It's like, okay, we can do both. We're going to win the salary cap and the Super Bowl. And guess what? Years started passing by. And next thing you know, it's been 30 years. And the problem that the players have is that they're human beings. You know how referees are human? They might not, or even umpires. Their strike zones vary. Or these referees, these different crews, they will call, you know, holding. or that. You know what I'm saying? They all have tendencies. The players are not robots. The coaches can say, okay, this is not our problem, and we got to focus on what we can do. But guess what? They go to the store. They go to the gas station. They got friends. They're on social media. They hear Stephen A. Smith. That stuff compounds itself. You follow what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, I, I'll give you the best example. When Emma Smith was holding out the first couple of games of the season, when he said he wanted to be the highest paid running back, and Jerry said, I don't have to pay you that kind of money. Because guess what? You, we, can run, we can win with any running back. Guess what? The Cowboys lost those two games. And every player was ticked off because everywhere they went, everywhere they went, People kept saying, when are you going to bring Emmett back? What's wrong with it? How, how come they won't give Emmett his money? Jerry had to finally pay Emmett his money, and the Cowboys went on to win the damn Super Bowl. They're human beings. They don't live in a vacuum. Even though Frisco is not the real world, it's affluenza everywhere. Guess what? They're susceptible to that, too. And it all compounds itself over time. And that's why this past Sunday, you had an entire meltdown. It's like, Oh, my God, because none of it makes sense. None of it. On paper, Green Bay had no chance on paper. But guess what? If you don't squash out a young team, give them hope. You give them hope, they can beat your ass, and that's what happened. I don't know if we got to the bottom of it, but I think that felt a little cathartic, didn't it? I hope to you? so. All right. I, still, I felt it still from in here. It was good. There are people still emotional, and I don't blame them. They have I, every right to be, but guess what? This is – these guys, when they get drafted by the Cowboys or they sign as free agents, you better hope the front office, and they teased us this past offseason, I'm going to wrap this thing up, by doing all shocking. Oh, they signed some free agents. Oh, wait a minute. They re-signed their own. Wait a minute. They drafted some good guys. They did. But guess what? Come trade deadline, they did not bolster the roster. And everybody knows it. Who did? The 49ers did ask Chase Young. Just saying.
So get right, right they here. They did it the year before Christian McCaffrey. Just saying. It is the get right right here on 105.3 The Fan. Stars down 4-1 to one now in the third period. Tough look in, uh, in Philadelphia right now. Coming up next, we go around the association where we get you the, the third returns on all-star voting and who's the most despised player in the NBA. We'll do all that next on The Fan. So get right right here on 105.3 The Fan. I'm Reginald Atatula. That is the three-time Hall of Famer, Chris Arnold. Got you down. Thanks, uh, ooh, Ross Lebensky. I almost called you Rodrigo. That is not who you are. Ross Lebensky on the ones and twos. Thank you, sir. Beard. And thank you for rocking with us. Uh, getting involved on the truckwreck.com text line, 877-881-1053, where, uh, look, from the 817, thank you, CA. As always, nothing but the truth. From the 214, I'm hyped up. Get him, CA. Uh, from the t- another 214, preach, CA. Preach. That's from Jay Gone and Terrell. Apparently, all I needed to do is just give the people a dose of CA. And that, that will get the people uh, well, feeling just a little bit better. A little bit better. Again, the Cowboys still have some moves to make and some coaches' heads to roll. We'll see what happens. So, yeah, can you just stay on call for the next week mm-hmm. or so? I just need to <laughs> – we just need to – you know, every once in a while people – if someone needs a you know a shot in the arm, just, hey, CA, get him. I know. I was about to say, it's like like injecting caffeine into your veins. It and it behind. wears me out too. Woo! I'd be tired going home. <laughs> <laughs> well, you. But I enjoy doing it. I'm telling you, I, I love the Tolos. Appreciate y'all letting me be on and sharing some of this stuff. Another two one four. CA got me doing push ups. There you go. <laughs> um, look, I'll, we'll, we'll see if we can replenish your spirits. Talking a little bit about the about basketball as we go around yeah. the association here on the get right um all-star voting we've got the third fan returns if you're not familiar obviously fans vote on the all-star game they uh, they account for 50 percent of the ultimate deci- deciding right. factor in the uh when it comes to the starters players account for the other for another quarter uh coaches account for another quarter or sorry media accounts for another quarter uh coaches decide the rest of the the roster but um they they let us know periodically where the numbers are looking like and in the third update of the all-star voting um, Giannis Adetokounmpo leads all vote getters across the NBA um, as the leader in the front court uh, in the Eastern Conference. LeBron James leads in the West. LeBron James, but Luka Doncic is the highest getting guard, vote getting guard he in the Western SGA? Conference. He did. So your your guards, Good. as it currently stands, in order in the West: Luka Doncic with three point two million votes, Steph Curry. Has 2.6 million votes. Mm-hmm. Shea Gilders Alexander not too far behind with 2.3 million votes. And then after that, it falls off a cliff. It feels like your starters are going to be between those three players as guards. The front court, I did mention LeBron James, Nikola Jokic, uh, 3.4 million votes. Kevin Durant with just about that many votes as well. And Anthony Davis is a step behind. So it looks like those three guys, LeBron, Nikola Jokic, and Kevin Durant, probably going to be your starters in yeah. the West. Of course, again, we still got a little bit of time in this, and they're still taking voting. as uh, vote, Voting ends on Sunday. or Saturday, rather. Yeah. Ends on Saturday. Very good. Um, you know, it's a damn shame. I wish Kyrie had not gotten hurt in uh, December. Uh not last night's game against the Lakers because uh, he bumped into LeBron or LeBron flipped over his back, something like that, and he got injured again, but mm-hmm. not real bad, but injured enough where he wasn't shooting right. He had been averaging like 35 points a game in this homestand. I mean, he looked like Kyra from back in the Brooklyn and, and, and Cleveland days. I'm like, look at this. I mean, he, he would have had some votes. He has been incredible. In fact, he has quite a bit of uh, votes, uh, 736,000 votes thereabouts, He's good, which is good for fifth in the West. 
Now, as I mentioned, the the all-star voting from the fans and such only impacts the starters, so ultimately um, the the, the reserves on the all-star teams will be decided by the coaches, and so maybe that gives you some ideas maybe to see what's happening there, but no, as of right now, Luka Doncic would be projected as a starter, Kyrie Irving probably not, and then we'd have to see ultimately where it it ended up. If you want to know what's happening in the East, Tyrese Halliburton leads all guards, Trey Young, and Damian Lillard are soon cl- close after that. And in the front court, like I mentioned, Giannis Adetokounmpo is first. Joel Embiid, Jason Tatum are the other three, other other two when it comes to front court voting in the East. And pretty much everybody else comes in after that. So those are the guys that are looking like they'll probably be starters right. in the All Star game. But again, uh, voting ends on Saturday. And if you want to impact, maybe get Kyrie up there. Send, send those votes in. Go yeah. vote. Uh, NBA.com and various other platforms in order to vote. Uh, we continue around the association. I did ask this question, CA. Who is the most despised player in the NBA? If you had to take a guess, who would be this year? your... Yes, this year, as mm, of right now. Who's the villain? And this is courtesy of betonline.ag. They they put this together, uh, in, infograph using Twitter or X, I guess, if you would like to call it that. Uh-huh. Um, it feels like a fa- it feels like a fairly obvious uh, okay, it's obvious. nickname. Let me tell Dylan. You who it used to be? It used to be old boy from Memphis who's down in Houston. And, is it Dylan? Dylan Brooks is. Yeah, Dylan let me Brooks. see. Two, three, he's four, five, six, seven. Yeah, he's he's seventh. He on was these the rankings. guy during the playoffs last year. And first of all, going into the playoffs, he just wanted to be that guy, but he's fraud. He's fraudulent. He couldn't back it up. I'm gonna say Draymond because he's the one that everybody was saying. Draymond, why are you acting like this? As CA would say, ding, 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 ding 95,000 uh, when it comes to negative tweets in the last 60 days. Mm. So, yeah, he, he he real high up there. LeBron James comes in second with 76,000 votes in there, mm. and that's just like. He's a lightning rod. Yeah, absolutely. A lightning rod. Very you say his name and people just get, some people. It's an- kind of like saying Dallas Cowboys. It's some people. That That's true. Another lightning rod, if you had to guess. Um. East, uh, Western Conference. Eastern Western Conference. Conference. May, uh, James Harden. James Harden p- comes up. He is fifth. Kevin Durant, third. Oh, yeah. Katie. Again, he's just. So, he's been so low key in Phoenix, though. Pe- people have decided yeah. how they feel about him. Yep, it is. Now, already decided. John Morant. With some of those fourth, votes from his burner account. Uh, possibly. <laughs> Although, I don't know if that'd be negative, but hey, there you go. Dylan Brooks. Uh, Kyrie Irving, oddly enough, comes in sixth on this. You know, there are some people. So, those are, those are the, according to Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, those are the most despised players in the association. Uh, someone texted on the truckwreck.com text line and asked if we listen to D Wade's new podcast. Yes, we have. Yes, we have. At least I have. I got I you. I have not had a chance. Well, I got you a little clip because oh, D- on D Wade's new new podcast, he had a few guests. I think he had Pal Gasol. Okay. Um, I can't remember who else he had. Do you recall seeing this video? Oh, um, God, I can't believe I'm forgetting it. The not Manu Ginobili, but the other spur. Is it? Was it Tony Parker? Tony Parker. Yeah. Okay. Tony Parker was there, mm-hmm. and then also Dirk Nowitzki. I hold guess he on, had it. Wait, hold on. Wait a minute. Yes, sir. You're the 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 big German himself. Well, let me say this: over the last All Star game, they actually had a chance to spend some time together, and I think the hatchet has been buried where they don't hate each other. Absolutely not. And it's about okay, competitive respect back in the day. I think that's the way because Dirk is too big of a guy to hate anybody. Yeah, but, and and Dirk's, they, Dirk's just the nicest human. He's being. He's a nice guy, but yeah. boy, Dwayne Ray just rubbed him the wrong way. 
Well, I'll, I'll tell you where it started uh, after this, this clip. Well, this might be what it's about as during the, you know, during this podcast, one of the games, I guess, for lack of a better word, mm-hmm. Dwayne Wade played is he had each of the players that was joining him. He showed them a picture and he had them kind of describe what was happening, what was going through their head in those moments. Oh, OK. This is Dirk responding to a picture of you remember that one time in 2011. Oh, the cuff. There you go. Oh, here's Dirk Nowitzki. I ended up not seeing this until after game four. So I saw this uh, before game five, I believe. Um, I, I didn't appreciate it. Um, <laughs> okay, okay. Politic, political okay, answer. Your sound. <laughs> uh, I, I, didn't, I didn't like it. Um, it's, it's just, to me, it felt a little disrespectful. Um, I felt like I, I've never had to fake an injury. I never had to fake a, uh, an illness to... To show anything, you know, I, uh, I wanted, you know, I didn't feel well that day. I had a little fever, and and really that was it. So, uh, I th- I thought it was it was childish, and I think it was childish. I, I, I think I, I, <laughs> I think I said it, but that one of the press conference. But at the end of the day, that didn't add to the motivation. You know, yeah. honestly, I was at this point. We're game five. We're two games away of my dream from my reaching my dream, which were in 06, We were two games away. So. I really didn't want this to be a big distraction for me. And I think even Coach Carlisle addressed it. I said, listen, there's this video came out. We're not speaking about it as a team. We're going to stay into our business, and we, we're here to win one or two more games. You know, we're not – this is not going to sidetrack us. And and that's that's real. I felt it. So I went to the press conference. I said I didn't like it. I thought it was childish. But other than that, I think I, that I kind of left it at that. I think – some of the 06 things set deeper uh, that, yeah. that bothered me a little more. Yeah. Um, but now we can laugh about it. Yeah. So there you go. Oh, so they, I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you what he didn't say. Well, real quick, they, they laugh about it, and it is the, the Why podcast with Dwayne Wade, if you were so inclined to listen to it, which I take looking at the text line, I imagine not. But, yes, the 06. Okay, I'm going to tell you about first more tip, For those who don't know all the details on the cough, it was, it was American Airlines Center at, at daytime press conference. Dwayne Wade and LeBron had heard that Dirk had summer flu and he wasn't 100%. And so they started mocking him as they were walking back to the bus, Mm -hmm. fake coughing like, yeah, Dirk. And by the way, Dirk was not playing well those last two games. Jet Terry, if he hadn't done the Jet Terry thing, the Mavericks might not have won that series. Yep. So it wasn't like, oh, Dirk did some Michael Jordan flu night thing. No, he didn't. Dirk just played, but he wasn't playing like the Dirk that you know. Jet Terry won those two. Now back to 06. See, this is what irritated me personally. Oh, another CA instance? ISO! This is ISO. This is the truth. This is the facts. Because I was there. I'll never get this as long as I live. The Mavericks choked away that series. That's what everybody said. Because they had won the first two games and then lost the next four in a row. Including three in a row in Miami. And then the first game back in Dallas, they got swept the last four. And they were up Two games to none, and they were the best team that season, and the Heat hadn't beaten them in two years. Well, guess what? Everybody was asking him about choking, and guess what Dirk was doing? He was saying the humble thing. Yeah, we 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 didn't play the way we should have played. We shouldn't have given props to them for doing whatever, but yeah, we, we gave it away, blah, blah. How come months later, All-Star game, February, remember that was June the previous summer. Mm-hmm. Season had been started and all that. Get to the All-Star game. Dirk goes over to shake hands with Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade would not shake his hand. 
He said, how dare you say we didn't take your title? We took your S. You didn't choke. We took it. And Dirk was like, what the hell? So just know, that's what Dirk was alluding to when he said the old six stuff bothered him a little bit more. Because I'm like, the hell? I, did, I could not stand Wayne Wade from that point on. Because I'm like, that came out of nowhere. He refused to shake, shake the man's hand. And Dirk was laying on the sword saying, yeah, we, y'all said we choked. Okay, we choked. Well, how dare you not say we took it from you? How dare you? But I they mean, buried the hatchet now. I mean, there's they have. I imagine that uh, Mavs fans absolutely have not. Not, not at all. But nope. Uh, it's just <laughs> the one thing that you can say, what a guy Dirk is, right? Well, we've got a total text in and say, well, they did take it, unfortunately. Both. But you know what I'm saying? Dirk Ain't nobody trying, trying to hear that. Dirk was just trying to say, okay, if you say we choked, guilty as charged. As opposed to, we didn't choke. He said, yep, we didn't play. We, we gave it away. We were up two games nothing. Gave it away. There you go. That was Dirk on uh, D-Wade's podcast saying, ah, the coffin thing didn't give me as much. I was worried about that 06. And ultimately, he channeled that into winning. Oh, and, and what I loved about it is that 2011, he ran through the gauntlet. They knocked off all the big names, two-time champion, Lakers, Phil Jackson never coached again. Kobe was looking for that three-peat. He swept out uh, Oklahoma City with all those MVPs, young, and then they knocked off LeBron and D. Wade, got their revenge over Miami. It was sweet. But guess what? That summer, oh, the Mavericks didn't win it. LeBron choked, according to the media. Well, it's the get right right here on 105.3 The Fan. That's how we go around the association. Coming up next, I got a question for you, mm-hmm. and we want you to respond. 877-881-1053. What task or feat could you do at like just the absolute highest difficulty possible? I'll explain next. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Get right right here on 105 through the fan. I'm Reginald Datatula. That is the three-time Hall of Famer, Chris Arnold. Got you down. And Ross Lebensky is on the ones and twos for us. Thank you, sir. And thank you guys for rolling with us on this Thursday evening in the Metroplex. Unfortunately, in Philadelphia, your stars fall to the Philly Flyers, mm, mm, five mm. to one. The Flyers are on a five-game winning streak out there. So, 
Uh, a tough one. Tough one for your stars in that aspect. They will get in action again on Saturday when they're in New Jersey facing off against the New Jersey Devils. Um, so devilish up there. Oh, yeah. That, I, look, that's going to be needed to kind of wash this one out. Unfortunately, just didn't really – it started really poorly for mm-hmm. them, and then the Flyers opened this thing up uh, late. But regardless, um, right now, 877-881-1053, that's the truckwreck.com text line. I ask you, what task or feat could you do at the highest difficulty possible? Now, let me explain, because I know that that might not be the most intuitive question. Um, I was I was peeping, where was I? I was on Twitter, and I saw this man named Tunde Onakoya. He's a Nigerian, one of my one of my brethren. And I'll read the tweet. It said, on day two of the DLD conference, I played a simultaneous chess match against 10 players at once. Online? In person. Wow. I'm talking about 10, 10 competitors in a line on a table. And he's just going down and making a move making on each moves. board and playing 10 simultaneous mm-hmm. games. Now, he mm-hmm. was doing this expedition to help raise money to support a, a children's academy for chess. So, you know, obviously noble. But I'm just I was just like, yo. Chess is already hard enough. He's like, I'm going to play this at the hard, the highest, most, like the single highest difficulty I can think of in this moment, which is like, I'm going to play 10 people at once. He's got to outthink 10 different competitors at the same time. While they're, each of them is thinking about one game, he's thinking about 10. Uh-huh. And I was like, you can't get confused. Is there anything that you could do at just like what feels like I like calling it playing on all Madden, right? Like you talk, if you're playing Madden, putting it just on the highest difficulty, which, because that feels like playing chess on all Madden. Huh. Or are you talking about doing uh, something simultaneously? In other words, multitasking. I mean, it could, but I mean, just like whatever whatever it is, doing that at the highest difficulty. Okay, for- I, I tell you what I can do at the highest level that a lot of people might not be able to do. Okay. I have no fear of heights. Oh. So literally, I could do something looking all over the world, looking down from an airplane, uh, uh, free-falling uh, you know, in a, on a parachute. Doing something that requires some focus at a, you know, we have to look down. I have no problem with heights. Oh, okay. Here we go. Truckwreck.com text line. If I was like, also like walking across. Like a beam. A beam. In the air. In the air. I could do whatever I needed to do without falling. You could be, before OSHA, you could be one of those workers building the, building those sky, skyscrapers. I could could window wash these windows out here. (laughs) Okay. All right. Don't, don't say that too loud. They might get you out there doing it. <laughs> <laughs> they might get you out What's here Chris doing, Otto doing other? Well, I, last we heard, he's a window washer. Yeah, I mean, he said he could do it, and he was like, "Hey, it. I mean, put some food on the table for his family." Why you here? You know, Chris, could you handle this for us? Truckwreck dot com text line eight seven seven eight eight one one zero five three from the nine seven two. They say they umpire baseball at the professional level. That bleep is hard. Ooh, I is. can't imagine the pressure. I can't imagine. Also, friend from the nine seven two. Like, do y'all be hearing these folks in the stands talking crazy to y'all? Or are you, is it just like you're ignoring them? Or are you just so yeah, locked in on? Yeah, because I let us know. Especially if you're calling balls and strikes behind the plate. You know, if you're not in this country, you do because yeah, they run you out and they they will don't don't be in South America and you are an umpire and you call the wrong game. They yeah. will chase you down. And yeah, soccer, soccer as well. Yeah, yeah. I, sometimes I can't I can't even blame folks for like having a, per, <laughs> a particular bent. Woo. Towards a certain home team, because I'm like, I, I get it. You're trying to make it to the, make it to your car in the parking lot. 100, <laughs> exactly. I 100 get that from the 817 Guitar Hero all day. Yeah, 
Man, he beat me by one second. That was you? That's you? Yep. Ross, you're, you were like, it does not matter. I'll play it on the highest difficulty possible. I can play this. I'm not like, and this is a real good throwback for all the uh, millennials listening in. I couldn't like 100% FC like through the fire and flames, but like any instrument, I could do it on expert. No problem. Okay. Okay. I like that. All right. That's what made me uh, pick up guitar, bass, and then later drums. Oh, look, look at you. You putting you, you putting down keyboards? your bona fides. You're like, I play the instruments too. Real keep, life. Keep keyboards? Yes. Uh, look out. Uh, self-taught on piano and drums. Okay, so you just got yourself a one-man band over there, don't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I sure do. I love that you're like, I'm living my raps. I do this for real. Is I feel like, is it sad that this is my answer? My answer is, as I was thinking about this, I was like, what am I great at? I'm like, there's a lot of things I feel like I'm okay at and pretty good at. What am I great at that I'm like, it does not matter what the what the level is? This is my answer, gentlemen. Washing dishes. I feel like you put me in any circumstance, the most difficult. You put me in a, a restaurant that is slammed. Let me get my music going. Mm-hmm. I can I can run them dishes now. Obviously, I've done this before. I was mm-hmm. a, I was a dishwasher back, and I preferred washing dishes to like okay. ringing folks up at the register or whatever. Right. I was like, look, man, just let me get back here. Let me get this hot water. Right, I'll, I'll clean these things mindless, up, right? Mine, let's get it done. Does not matter. And I was like, is that is that sad? That's my that's my like. This guy is like, I could play chess against ten people. I'm like, I don't care how many dishes you got. They coming out clean. No, I I actually love to clean. I think it's incredibly cathartic, like CA talking about the Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do believe that was cathartic for a very lot of people. Eight one seven says, given the chance, drag racing, but I enjoy my thousand mile power horsepower Mustang. Oh boy. Yeah, fast. see, I I don't think that's that straight I, that's straight away though. Yeah, I don't trust myself in those circumstances. I don't even know what all goes into it, but I'm also the person that like I'm going to err on the side of that's more difficult than I think. You know how some people have, like, overconfidence? Like, mm-hmm. I will throw under the bus our friend Eric Chiafalo. <laughs> there was one time where he was hosting this I very time slot. Yeah. And he was like, I could eat, like, ten waffles in an hour. I was like, no, you can't. Right? I'm always. And some, you made some people, him do it. And I made him do it, and he couldn't. At the Waffle House. And he couldn't. Couldn't do it. Right? But, like, there's some people that natural inclination is like, this is easy. Yeah, I can grand do that. My natural inclination is that's there's more to this than I realize. And yeah. so like there's that idea of like, yo, drag racing, I'm like, I don't think so. I don't think I got that in me. Well then the two one four might be like Chiafalo. He says, I can eat crawfish. You know what? I think that I'd be pretty good at it. I just don't know that I'm like high level difficult. I don't even know what is the highest level of difficulty of eating crawfish. You gotta right? open them up, don't you? Don't you have to No, they're they're definitely like I mean, obviously getting that, but I'm like, what yeah. how do you raise the stakes? Right? Because I'm thinking about like oh, obviously you play pounds? chess, you raise the stakes by Oh, while you're doing it. Yeah, I'm like, how do you raise the stakes? Like what are the stakes here? He he eat crawfish with a bunch of seagulls flying above you. Is that what this is? Like, is that how you raise the stakes? Like, yeah, I was gonna say that or like simultaneously cooking and eating. That's a tough one. That would be tough. Mm-hmm. Um from the two one four, got my middle school schoolers to pass the star test. Hey That's man, amazing. Got- Props. Yep. Get them to focus like that. Hey, man, te- teach your kids. Not be afraid of it. And I'm, yeah, this, not be afraid of the moment. This is a high level difficulty teaching kids nowadays the ways that, like, I think we're all attached mm-hmm. to our phones, but nowadays, like, you can get these kids to focus and teach them things. Like, Woo, you that's know crazy, man. I think you could be the next Cowboys coach. Oh, my goodness. Uh, from the 817, I am the master of my knees hurting all the time. I don't know how you make that. I, don't know how, I, I wonder, can you make that profitable? Is there, is there a way we could profit off this 817? Uh, hit up Shaq for uh, Icy Hot. Oh, there, there you go. I like the way you think. Yeah, I like that too. 940 says this is how you make do that crawfish. 
raise the spice level the more you eat them. Oh, I like that. The and spicier, the spicier. Uh, yeah, give me that. I'll, I'll cook. I think, <laughs> I think I think I'm in. I think I'm in on that competition. A one seven says I can drink and pass out better than anybody. There you go. There you uh, go. Look, whatever the, you do, be the best at it. My mom always used to say that. No matter mm-hmm. what you do, be the absolute best at it. I see you, brother. On the topic of spicy food, that is another one of my things. I love spicy food. Like when you go to a restaurant and they're like, "How hot do you want it? One to five, five being the hottest." I almost always go towards like three or four because once you hit five, it's like atomic. There's just like there's no satisfaction from that. You're just yeah. burning your mouth. Yeah, you I'm have with no you. taste. I'm it's, with it's you. It's just hot. It's yeah. Just- yeah. I like spices for the sake of flavor as opposed right. to spice for the sake of spice. Mm-hmm. But I guess I haven't done that in such a long time. I wonder if I could eat the spice for the sake of spice just to do it, even though I don't want to. You know what I mean? Uh, from the 907, they said they ref basketball. I do not engage fans. Only send them packing ver- via the AD. So yeah, I guess we're, we're refing some uh, college sports there. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't even, especially college sports in particular. Cause, and, and look, I, if you, if you were in Greek life, right? If you were in a fraternity or yes, a sorority, I, Am. I don't. I I mean no disrespect, or I, I say this with all due res, due respect. Which is what I say. were you dealing with? Um, yes, um, <laughs> but <laughs> they they answer. are the ones that Smart they are the ones that are the most rowdy and the most difficult Man. to deal with. I I remember Half when I drunk. when I refed intramural sports mm-hmm. at UTA and also at Kansas State. Uh, you you get you get them folks. Those are the ones that just like, hey man, why why are y'all playing like this? Like this is unnecessary oh, fouls. Why are you arguing with me? You know, I, look, I get paid like ten dollars. Why are you arguing with me right now? I don't get paid enough for this. Cause you decide who runs this yard. Y'all are wild. Don't you? On know? the topic of dealing with, shall we say, less than adult people. Um, <laughs> when I was in high school, I worked for like an aftercare or after school daycare, uh-huh. and I loved. This would be one of my answers. I loved working with like the younger kids, like kindergarten through third. I would always get because they were just so like bubbly and animated and excited, just like hi, Mr. Ross, and I'm like, OMG, hi, what's up? And then I went to the older kids, the yep. fifth graders, and I'll never forget. Yep. We're at snack time. I'm minding my own business, and I walk by, and one of this fifth grader goes, out of the blue. You know God's not real, right? And oh, I, boy. The fifth grader said Ejecto that? Ejecto because, like, I do not want to deal with this conversation at all. And all I could think was, I get paid $7.25. <laughs> I don't get paid enough to deal with this. That's right. You're thinking about the blowback and what you might say or might not That's say. That's the worst part because, like, you can't, depend on how you go, now you might have to deal with a parent. Like, why would you tell oh, my yeah. kid this? I don't know. He started talk, He totally started the conversation. No I matter do what this. your answer is. That's right. 806 says... Drag racing is no joke. The smallest mistake at those speeds, it could be the last mistake you ever make. And that's the thing. I, I've made a lot of mistakes in my life. I would hate to have to see the last one. Right? I, I have plenty of much more mistakes to make in my life. I would like to see all of those. So, yes, I imagine that. You said that 972? He said, I could absolutely destroy a CC. Let's talk back. about it. Because now this is a tough thing. I, I, I've realized, and I'm not old. I don't, I don't say this to like make anybody feel old. But as I get older... I realize, like, oh, I don't put back as much. Like Thanksgiving, it's like, oh man, that's two plates. I used to knock down three, maybe four, yeah, whatever. Like it wasn't nothing. I used to kill the CC's buffet, like <laughs> high school, college. I, I was trying to put a dent in their profit yeah, margin. That's what real. I was trying to do. So I you pull up a chair at the buffet. That's what I'm saying. Like, hey man, just look. I know you're bringing that plate out to refill the buffet. Just bring that one right over here. I'm gonna take care of all eight slices over there. Um, so yeah, let me know. How that how that goes? Like, what's your plan of attack? Because I the people that I have destroyed CC's buffets or buffets in general usually have a plan of attack. But like, I go for the I go for the pasta, and then I go for this, and then I go for the cinnamon rolls, and then I go back to this. Right? Like, I, I want to know what your game plan is. But keep those coming on the truckwreck.com text line. What is what is the task 
or or what is the other word? What is the task that you do or that you could do at the highest difficulty possible? And let me say real quick to the total on the 432, we see your text, man. Congratulations to you. We're not going to go into the details on this, but we're proud of you, man. Oh, I, need, I hadn't even read that, so let me read that. I'll text you back. I swear I will. Uh, coming up next mm-hmm. on the Get Right, let's go back to the audio of Mike McCarthy at the podium. What did he have to say earlier today in his presser? We'll discuss next on The Fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.